0: All right, praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome back to our broadcast this wonderful evening. Hope everybody praying. everybody's having a wonderful day. Had a wonderful day as we uh, continue on 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 the Lord's Day here. And we're thankful and grateful for another opportunity to worship God and to, again, uh, give God glory as he is so due. Like to welcome each one to our broadcast again. Come, uh, share it out, tell a friend, come on in, and come on in to hear the word of the Lord this evening. Again, and we're looking forward to what God's gonna do here in the house, of the Lord, we had an awesome time this weekend, this morning as well. I should say, awesome time in the Lord and, and God really moved and blessed. And we pray and hope that uh, again find a larger place in your heart. Every time we bring forth the Word, or every time you hear the Word of God, uh, let it find a lodging place in your heart. Let it find a lodging place in your soul. Again, and, and let it feed you. Uh, as we shared with him this morning about Jesus being the bread of life, and becomes a part of us. We eat it and nourish upon it. And, and taste and see that the Lord is good. He's an awesome God. He's a good God this wonderful evening. And so let it become a part of you. Become uh, and Be one with God as we go forward in, in life. Uh, I want to uh, remind you as well, before we get started with this message, uh, get an opportunity to give. Give unto the Lord. He will truly bless you as you give unto him. And we have various ways you can do that through our website at www.myntcc.org forward slash Brooklyn, New York. That's myntcc.org forward slash Brooklyn, New York. And that is, uh, again, a way to give. And then we have two texts to give it, 347 uh, 229 You can give that way as well, uh, 347-229-9933. Then we have uh, Zelle. As you see on the screen, there's Zelle. It's a way through. Many of you have online banking. And that's a uh, unique way of giving. Uh, it's a blessed way of giving. Uh, it keeps the middleman out, and so uh, we can give that way as well through our church email. When you go to Zelle, you you type in the church email name, and, and uh, at ntccbrooklynny@gmail.com, ntccbrooklynny@gmail.com, and that'll be a way you can give through Zelle, through Zelle as well. And so um, we say thank you in advance. And we thank you for the support through the years and continue to support the work of the Lord as. Uh, Again, uh, your giving, your giving does that. It's your way of getting your blessing as well. God's mathematics, God's mathematics is awesome. Uh, People understand through tithing, through offering, how can God bless me if I'm giving up? Uh, God is that type of God where he blows the mind away. He blows the heart away through your giving. He loves a cheerful giver and how he will always seem to make the money and the uh, needs be uh, met, be multiplied as you give is unto the Lord. So we encourage you to continue to do that. Step out by faith. Support the work of the Lord tonight. Amen. We say thank you for your giving. I want to come out of the word of God this evening. Uh, for me, passage of scripture in John chapter one, gospel of John chapter one, and we'll look at some others in Romans as well. But John chapter one, verses 44 through 49, I'll, I'll use our main text this evening. The Bible says, now uh, Philip was at Bethsaida, the city of uh Andrew and Peter. And Philip findeth Nathaniel and said unto him, We have found him of whom Moses in law and the prophets did write. Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Jesus, Joseph, excuse me, and Nathaniel said unto him, Can there, can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? Reading his old English here, he says, Can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? Nazareth. And the Bible says, and Philip said to him, come and see. Number 47, Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said unto him, Behold the Israelites indeed, in whom is no guile. Nathanael said unto him, Whence knowest thou me? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Before that uh, Philip called thee, when thou was under the fig tree, I saw thee. And Nathanael I answered and said unto him, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God, thou art the King of Israel. But I, I want to focus in on that part where he began to ask this question in verse 46. Nathaniel said unto him, can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? And for we use that and Romans eight twenty-eight is our second text this evening. The Bible says, and we know that all things work together for good, to them that love God, and to them who are called according to his purpose. Well, of they want to use these two in time together and give a thought this evening about uh, the good coming out, the good coming out, amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for this evening. We thank you, God, for an opportunity to come before you. Pray forth your word. God, we ask you, Lord, by your Holy Spirit, God, just meet needs. God, accomplish your divine word whether it's. Through salvation or through the holy spirit baptism god whether it's healing god whether it's restoration renewal to the hearts and souls we pray that you'll bless in a mighty way we give you glory and honor in jesus name we pray amen is there anything good that can come out of nazareth and i'll explain it here in a minute but you know you think about good things good that's good and all somehow some way you can find some good and all you always try to look for the silver lining. You're always looking for, again, a, a positive turnout, a positive outcome out of a situation. Uh, something may happen for a reason. So you say there's something beneficial that I can learn from this or I can grow from this or that I can uh, gain from this. We always try to find the good. If you go around living your life in, in a negative space, go around living your life in a negative outlook. Again, uh, it's a miserable way to live your life. And so the Bible tells us, uh, again, uh, things work out for the good. Good things, we should look for good things. and Good things can come out of bad things. Good things can come out of a situation. that we covered this morning about uh, finding life in a dead situation. We shared with them this morning about Bethlehem being placed there, again, uh, prior to this, was, uh, was tagged with death. Whether it was death of Rachel a uh, uh, Jacob's wife. And again, when all the children of, of Israel were killed as well, and on don't and but, and, and we share with them. however, in the name, it means a uh, house of God, uh, excuse me, the house of bread, the house of bread. And, and you think about this, how in all of this going on, there can still be some good and all of the tragedy and all of the things that perhaps may be going on in your life or things surrounding you in our world today, we still can find some good. You know what? Again, we thank God for uh, churches all around the globe. There's still some good, there's still some good, many women that are praying and seeking God's face. There's still some many women that are uh, holding, standing in the gap, uh, again, really helping be that restrainer uh, from, from the judgment of God coming. And so there's some good in it all. There's some good out there on Ashford street. There's some good in our city. There's some good all around and You can find good in, in a lot of things. Not everything is bad. Not everything is evil. Not everything is falling apart. Sometimes we we may it may seem as if we paint a lens that way, but sometimes we we paint that picture why wow, to, to show again the seriousness of needing to be saved. A lot of times we paint the picture of, of what's going on in our world because we want men and women to see and prepare their hearts why and let them know that there's a better way. Out of all the evil in our world today, there is a better way, and that way is God. That way is God. And, you know, and, and, and God really is trying to get us into that place. He's really trying to tap into the good. He wants to uh, reach into the part of our heart, no doubt that, that, uh, that place where man and women knows that there's a God, that they, place down in their hearts to where they know that they need to be saved, a place in their hearts where they know that there's a God in heaven, a place where again, people can be willing to, uh, uh give and, and help the, the weary that part of the heart where you, you have compassion. That part of the heart to where you find uh, love for, for your neighbor. You find love for people. You have a, a certain desire to see somebody helped. And, and so, why, why? Because in the back of your mind, you know there's some good down in there. You know in life, uh, uh, you think about, uh, again, even men and women who or committed crimes or perhaps they're, they're locked up even today. We believe and know that God, again, today, there's some good down in there. People that have done some tragic and evil things still behind the, behind the wall, behind the shell, behind the, the evil again, we see that there can be some good coming out of. That. We all are prime examples of how God can take that which is messed up. God can take that which is broken. God can take that which is harmful and, and harmful to ourselves, harmful to others, and turn it around for our good. You can read uh, countless times of in the Word of God where Jesus could take lives and turn them around. How God would touch hearts and souls of, of men and, and and prick their hearts to turn and do something for good. Prime examples: the Apostle Paul, who. Later wrote the book of Romans that we shared with you earlier, but how God can take something that is, that is evil. God can take an evil heart and bring some good out of that to go and reach millions and really billions for the kingdom of God. Let's go back. The Bible says, and so when Jesus was coming into the world, Jesus was coming to the world. Uh, uh we shared with him this morning. And even as we all know, Jesus was born in Bethlehem. He was born in Bethlehem. He came out of Egypt because Joseph I had to send him to Egypt because uh, the wicked Herod was trying to kill him and all the, 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 the children from two years and under. The reason why Herod, carried this morning, the reason why Herod wanted to kill the babies was because he was looking for Jesus, trying to get rid of Jesus. Trying to get rid of the one that was good. The one that would come and save his people. The one that would come and make change in the community. The one that would come and do something different. Herod wanted to kill this man. Well, At the time, it was a child. And you see, the enemy never wants to see good happen. As we discovered this morning, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He always looking for a a tragic ending or a tragic end to men and women's lives, to see things disrupted, to see havoc, to see things all messed up. That's what the enemy's job is. But Jesus said, I come to give you life. I've come to give you life and that more abundantly. And so when Jesus came on the scene, the Bible says that he also came out of Nazareth. So that's how we got on that from Bethlehem to Egypt and that's where we get the name Jesus of Nazareth because his mother and father raised him. His earthly father, Joseph raised him in Nazareth. Let's look at what it says in in 44. And so when, when Jesus came on the scene, now his ministry began at the age of 30, he began to gather disciples. And so in verse 44, it picks up and now Philip was in Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. The Bible says, that Philip, uh, finding Nathanael, said unto him, uh, we have found him, uh, of whom uh, Moses-in-law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the, 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 of the son of Joseph. So it's even prophesied about how the Jesus will come out of Nazareth. Again, they called him the son of Joseph because that's really, they didn't go into the details. Or they really didn't go into the thoughts of him being of the Holy Spirit. And his heavenly father up in heaven. The Bible says in number 46, he says, Nathaniel said unto him, Can there be any good thing come out of Nazareth? i bring you to. Can there be any good thing that comes out of Nazareth? Again, sometimes people joke about that place where they're from. They joke about their hometown. They joke about New York City and say how bad it is and all these different things. Uh, again, why? Because uh, of it being this way. We have jokes with New Jersey. Why? Because uh, New Jersey, New Jersey, that's the uh, the the place in which nobody wants to claim New Jersey. on and on and on. So can you imagine them saying, "Can any good thing come out of that?" And really, that was a true. He was really being truthful, probably with his statement because. Nazareth was a place that was considered a, a really a no time, a small town, not really a whole lot going on, not a lot of famous people came out of Nazareth, not a whole lot of uh, uh, probably uh, things that were happening in Nazareth, and really perhaps even a poor, considered a poor town, a poor place, again, where a poor people dwelt. And you know what, that's the uniqueness about God and how that God chose this city for him to be raised in the teaching, the teaching man raise him up out of this place again, where there was, again, uh, and probably even as a boy to really have a heart for, for the poor, to have a heart for the weary to really see and feel the struggle that man will eventually go through. God, uh, the father perhaps uh, allowed this to happen so he can really see what poverty really was. So He can really experience the pain of it all. And, and naturally, uh, Joseph was a carpenter, his, uh, earthly father. Joseph was a carpenter and he naturally had money and various things, but probably he saw a lot. He experienced a lot. He probably, again, Endeavoring it a lot and it's witnessed a lot of things growing up before his ministry began, and naturally begin to have a burden uh, for the lost on the earth, earthly speaking, a burden for people. Because even in, in his ministry, he could have easily been deterred away. He could have easily fallen like any other man, but he had his mind made up. He had his heart made up. He would come into the earth to do good. He will come into the earth to save mankind. He would come into the earth to see souls saved. And so naturally he had to keep his eyes upon God. And this probably helped him to stay focused in so many words, just uh, supp- supposing that uh, interjecting there. But you think about this, how the Nathan, uh, Nathaniel, asked. Say, anything good come out of Nazareth <clears throat> again it's had a reputation of this way of uh, again not being the greatest of places and Jesus saw Nathaniel coming and he said unto him he said behold an Israelite indeed whom there is no God and Nathaniel said unto him whence knowest thou me and Jesus answered and said before him, before, uh, unto him before Philip called thee he says when thou I was in the fig tree, I saw them. And so Jesus began letting him know, I knew you even really before you even was in your mother's womb, probably. But you know what? In this particular place, he said, I saw you. I envision you. God saw good in Nathaniel. God sees good in all of us. He, I truly believe he envisions that. He envisions seeing you say, he envisions seeing you bring your family to church. He envisions seeing you raise up in God. He envisions seeing you praying and filled with the Holy Ghost. That's God's desired vision for your life. He said, I see you right now. I see where you are right now. I see what you're going through right now. God sees and knows. He knows all these different things about our situation, our plight, wherever we may be tonight. God sees. And he knows. He said, I see you, Nathan. I see you, Nathan. I see you. I saw you. And I know who you are. God knows all about it. God sees we're all about it. He knows everything that you're facing right now. And he sees a good outcome if we will make the right choice. He sees a good outcome if we will make the right decisions. The Bible tells us here uh, let's move on a little further. Verse 47, he says, And Jesus saw Nathaniel coming. He said to him, Behold, uh, Israel indeed, whom know God. 48, he says, And Nathaniel said unto him, Whence knowest thou me? And Jesus said, I saw you. I saw thee. 49. And Nathaniel answered and said to him, Rabbi, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God. Thou art King of Israel. Out of Nazareth. He now went from me, because anything good coming out of Nazareth to the king has come out of Nazareth. The king has come out of something that, is, that was considered good. A place, it does not matter where you're from, but it's who you know. It does not matter where you may be right now, Many women a way somewhere deep in the jungle, somewhere deep in the, in the village, in the poor neighborhood, or wherever it may be, somewhere in the projects. It don't matter where you may be from. When you have God, brother, since day, when you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, that's valuable. It's uh, You can't put a number on that. That's, you can't put a worth on that. I'm telling you, the value of your soul, the value of knowing Jesus Christ, the value of being a Christian tonight, far outweighs the rest. So wherever you may go. You may not have everything you want. You may not have it all, but it's all good in Almighty God because you have Christ. You have a relationship with God and you know your riches is in heaven. Your blessings are from above. You have peace of mind. You can lay down at night and sleep well. Again, you don't know, you have to fret for tomorrow because tomorrow will take care of itself because you know what the Word of God says and you know the things will work itself out for the good. So even in the bad circumstance, the king came out of Nazareth to fulfill the scriptures, to fulfill what the word of God said. Newest is in Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10, the Bible says that Peter opened his mouth and said out of a truth. I perceive that God has no respecter of person. God has no respecter of person. He don't care whether you are rich or poor, black or white, Hispanic, Asian, Jew, whoever you may be. God loves you. He's no respecter of person. Whether you got money or don't have money, whether you're again, uh, 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 whether, what your condition may be in life. God is love. God loves. You. He's no respecter of person. Well, and again he, he's not willing that any should perish but all should come to repentance he wants a personal relationship with all mankind regardless of their background regardless of their past church of the day our God is a loving God tonight and he sees good in that today the Bible goes on says in verse 35 but in every nation he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted of him and so he, he to every nation the Bible says to every nation Jesus seldom he said there's some good out of every nation there's some good out of the Middle East there's some good down in Africa, some good over in Asia, there's some good over in in the uh, back uh, uh, roads of wherever the case may be, in small town USA, there's some good coming out of the Caribbean islands, there's some good coming all over the North Pole, wherever it may be, Alaska, it does not matter, even out of Russia, there's some good, because when Christ gets a hold of your life, he does a great work, he does something down on the inside that no man can do, he redeems the soul, he redeems the mind, he redeems the Heart tonight, and you know what? In your life today, there's some good that can come out of your soul as well. There's some good that can come out today. We're talking about good, the good coming out tonight. So, listen what it says He he says, Every nation that will fear Him, He worketh righteous and is accepted of Him. Uh, You see, when you're accepted of Him, uh, again, uh, when you're accepted by the Lord our God. To get on the good side of God, to get on his right in his righteousness, to get on the right side of where you belong. I'm telling you, good things happen today. That's the greatest and uh, greatest choice you can ever make. I would say it's a good choice, but it's a great choice to come and get in Christ tonight. The Bible says in 36, it says, The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, is what Peter declared. He is Lord of all. And 37 he says, The word, that word I say ye know, which was public throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism of John preached. 38 he says, How good how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, that is again, Jesus of Nazareth, with the Holy Ghost and with power, and he went about doing good. And so naturally, we, the previous text of this was the, the actual action of him going into from city to city and beginning to round up his disciples and beginning his ministry. The Bible says he was filled with the Holy Ghost and he went about healing and he went about teaching and preaching the kingdom of God. The Bible says also he, those that were oppressed in verse 38, he went about healing and that were oppressed of the devil. He wanted to bring deliverance. He know, the devil didn't mean for our good. The devil doesn't want anything good to happen to us. The devil wants to keep us bound and in chain and enslaved, my friend. He does not care about your well-being. My friend, that's why Jesus came to break the yoga. He came to break the bondage, and that's why it's good to call on God. It's good to call on Jesus. Speak that name to you. The devil may be fighting you tonight. Call on Jesus and watch something good happen. Watch something great transpire, and that is the devil has to flee, and the Bible says he cast out devils. He cast them out. Why? Because he knew the damage they came to do, the havoc they came to wreak. But you know what? Jesus came to make it. All good. The Bible says, "For God was with him. God was with him. The heavenly Father was with him. His heavenly Father and the Holy Ghost were with him. Why to go out and do good? And you know what, church? We need the God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. We need all three. And I'm telling you, when we have Him, He'll be with us as well. God and the uh, the, the Trinity of God will go with us. Good things happen when we serve God. Good things happen when we follow after God. Good things happen when we live." To God, I'm talking about good, even in the midst of an evil time or evil situation. There's some good that can work out of that. The Bible says that Jesus, there were, that we witnessed it all, the things which are both in the land and of the Jews and in Jerusalem, by whom they slew him and hang him on a tree. He said, Peter said, I saw all these good things happen. I saw man people raised from the dead. I saw him walking on water. I even experienced walking on water That's what Peter was probably, he didn't say it, but if you go back and ask him, he'll tell you, he said, I walked on water. He said, I could tell you stories that you don't not even recorded in the 66 books. I could tell you things that we see that that we didn't have enough space, the Bible says in John. He said, We didn't have enough ink to tell all that what Jesus had done. He said, I could tell you so much good that Jesus did. He said, I could tell you a story after story, places that were not recorded. I'm sure Peter can tell us stories about this. And you know what? Uh, he said today, we saw it all, and I'm a witness of it all. I'm telling you, serving God is good. My friend, today, perhaps you're out there still running the streets. I'm telling you, serving God is good. God has been good to us. God has been gracious to us. God has blessed us so, my family, my life, so much. Because I made a great decision. I want to say good, but it's a great, better than good. It's great. A great decision to give my life to Christ. And the same thing can happen for you and your children and your children's children. If you make the right choice and give your life over to Christ. This is what it says. He said we saw him hang on the tree as well. In other words the cross he was crucified. The Bible says he said I even saw that. I denied him is what Peter later he go back and read. Peter denied him. He would tell you that as well. He said it was an ugly, ugly time of my life. An ugly, ugly chapter. And I wish they wouldn't even wrote it. Martin, Mark, Luke, and John. Uh, I wish you wouldn't even put that in the Bible. It was an ugly part of his life. But you know what? Out of that some good happened because God saw and Jesus saw his love out of his greatest downfall one of his greatest downfall. Go back and read about Peter's life. He had a lot of mishaps through the years with Jesus, but he learned from those things. He grew from those things. And he can sit here and tell you that. He says, it is all good the goodness of God, he expressed the mercy of God and the love of God. He expressed the rejection of God with God. He, he, and he received the rejection of God when God uh, rejected him and God rebuked him. And when God straightened him out, that's correction, that's love. And no doubt he knew it and he later realized that was for my good. And so God used Peter to preach the first message there in the book of Acts uh, chapter two. And also here he's preaching again. Really, God used Peter to help establish the initial church until uh, and alongside of Paul when he came along to reach the Gentile nations. But out of some of the worst, ugly things, most ugly things that Peter had done, it shows us that God, the goodness of God, can take a life, a love of life, transform a life for the better. He said, "I saw him hanging. Out. I saw him die." I saw him bleeding. I was ready to fight for him. I even took the man's sword and I cut his ear off. Speaking from the perspective of Peter. But he said, no, 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 Jesus. He probably would say Jesus was a great man. He took his ear and put it back on. It was all good. And so he says he was a good man. Peter began to renounce, uh, he began to, excuse me, he began to announce and publish to all men and women. He began to spread the word, spread the word. Brothers, they have spread the word that God is good. Spread the word that Jesus saved. Spread the word that men and women need to uh, again come to repentance. Men and women come to know Jesus Christ. Men and women turn from our ways. He was letting them know. He was giving them the good news of what Jesus had done. And so even out of being died on that cross, it looked ugly at the time, but it was going to be for our good. And being crucified and all the blood being shed was going to be for our good. Going to hell for us was for our good. He would go and take our place. That should have been us on the cross. That should have been us going to hell. But uh, no doubt he did it for you and I that we can be saved and the time historians say Peter even didn't even feel it was worthy to be died like Jesus they were going they cruci- uh Peter was eventually crucified as well he said I'm not even worthy to be crucified like my Lord by, uh, The historians tell me he was crucified upside down he said I don't even die like Jesus I'm not worthy but he realized again through the, their deaths it helped spread the gospel through the death of Christ and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, men and women can be saved. So out of an ugly situation, Jesus was able to save the lost through the death of Peter and the other apostles as well, probably even Nathaniel as well. Now all the other men and women of God through their persecution, it, it helped spread the fire even more. The news spread even more. These people are getting persecuted. These people are, are being abused and, and, and accused and on and on and on. But it helped. It helps through that persecution, through that pressure, through them, tr- those trials of life, it helped them and it pushed them and it persuaded them It helped them spread the word even more. And so sometimes through the difficulties of our lives, this, it can work out, good can come out of that. Good can come out of a situation of persecution, difficult times, hard times, tragic times, good, we can find it. The Bible says in verse 40, he says that he raised him up the third day and showed him openly. person says that let's show him openly, regardless of what may transpire, regardless of the backlash, regardless of what people may say. Regardless, you never know who's listening. You never know who's watching. You never know who's who's paying attention. There's some good that can come out of this. You never know the seed that you may plant. Inviting someone or telling someone. Tell them to come to the house of the Lord. You never know the good that can come out of that. Witnessing to someone, praying for someone, living for Christ, going to the church, living, setting an example. You never know what how the difference that that'll make. Don't be afraid to share it openly. Don't close it up. But let the word get out. And we close with this last verse, Romans chapter 8, 30, 28, the second text of our reading this morning, the Bible, this evening, the Bible says we know, Apostle Paul wrote this, he said we know that all things, not some things, not maybe sometimes, every now and then, no, no, he says all things, in other words, everything, We'll work together for good to them who's them that love God, the believer, the Christian. For the believer tonight, it's all good. It's going to work out for the good things will work out for the good. If we keep our mind stayed on him, he says to them that who are called according to his purpose. If we stay in the purpose of God, if we stay in tune with God, if we stay walking with the Lord. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it will work out for the good. Titus message today is the good coming out. There's some good that will come out of it. There's, there's some good that a blessing will flow from that. Something, a learning experience, a, a blessing will come out of this. If we stay uh, humble, we stay in tune with God and watch God work. Good things are bound to happen even in the midst of the worst circumstances of your life perhaps. The Bible says to do good and it'll come back. Psalms 3410 tells us this, it says if we do good, uh, uh, good things will come. He says, i have been young, the young like. The young lions do like, excuse me, and suffer hunger. But they that seek the Lord uh, shall not uh, want any good thing. They that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing because God will supply it. The Bible goes on and says, Come, ye children, hearken unto me. Uh, he says, I will teach you to fear the, the, of the fear of the Lord. He says, What man uh, is he that desires life and loveth many days it, that he may see good? And so the Bible says, if we fear God, serve God. Live for God. Verse thirteen says, Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips, I uh, keep thy lips from speaking out, depart from evil, do good, seek peace. He says and pursue it. He says pursue the good, leave evil, leave darkness, leave sin, leave the devil tonight, and seek after peace, pursue after it, chase after it, and good things will happen. Do the will of God, watch good things happen. Let's go to first Peter uh three uh, 10 as we close. It says for he that uh he that will love life. He that would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil. You want good things to happen? Refrain from your tongue. from evil. Again, many times we share again, the tongue is powerful. We share it even this morning. There's death and life in the power of the tongue. The Bible says here again, let's read it. He says for he that love life, see good days. If you want to see good things happen in your days, he says, "Refrain thy tongue from evil." But he even said, "Out of the mouth, or out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the heart, the mouth speaks." Let's look at some more. He said, "In his lips that that speak no God. Let our lips be used to bless. Let our lips be used for good things. Let our lips be used for praise and glory. Speak life, and let him eschew evil. In other words, let him reject evil, verse 11. Let him eschew evil, do good. Let him seek peace. There it is again. Seek peace, seek God, seek the Lord and ensue it. He says, for the eyes of the Lord are are over the righteous. God sees. God watches over you. God sees what you're trying to do. God sees you trying to do the right thing. God sees you doing the right thing. And the Bible says there's a reward. He says the ears are open unto their prayers. You are rewarded with your prayers being answered, your desires being met, your needs being met, the desires of your heart being fulfilled. I'm telling you, serve God. Serve God. That's good that comes out of doing good. They always say, good guys finish last. No, it's a lie. Hearing the word of God, it seems they win in the world, but in God, in God, the good guy wins every time. God blesses men and women that seek to do good. The Bible says your prayers will be answered. And in verse, the rest of this verse he says, the face of the Lord is against them to do evil. And it's total opposite. Those that don't seek good, those that don't seek God, will come after God and, and follow after God. Nathaniel says, Is there any good thing that comes out of Nazareth? He was talking to bad about Nazareth. And Jesus so said, I, I come out of Nazareth. He flipped it around and said, "You know, hey, my Lord, my King, the King of Israel, the Messiah, came out of Nazareth." Church, when you include God in your situation, when you include God where you are, when you include the Lord and invite Jesus into your heart, good things come out. When you invite Jesus into your your battle or into your your trial or your battle, your circumstance right now, I'm telling you, some good can come out of it. Bring Jesus in. Many times they had trouble troubles and trials. They, uh, they will say, get Jesus, go find Jesus, go call on the Lord, do something, get God involved and watch good come out of it. The good will come out because God is good. God is great. God is an awesome God to we serve and he is worthy to be praised. My friend today, he's so good. He came and took our place for us. He came and took his paid the price for us. He died on the cross. As Peter said he gave his life on the cross. If you're not saved tonight, give him your life. Please tonight, please tonight. Stop chasing after evil. Stop chasing after the world. Stop chasing after things that will not do you any good. They have not worked. Come to Jesus tonight. You'll find joy and happiness and peace in your life. And most importantly, have eternal life with Christ Jesus to where you're evil. But now God, you begin to do good. These hands that were used to do evil. These feet that were running swift to do mischief. Now these hands can be used to glorify God. These feet can be used to run and do something for the kingdom of God. This heart can now be a heart for you. Or for him, I should say. Brothers sisters today, give your life. My friend today, if you don't know him, Jesus Christ gave his life and you would accept it. Believe it, Dedicate your life to him tonight. Ask for forgiveness. Believe what he did on the cross. He shed his innocent blood. That we can be saved. My friend today, come to Christ. Come to know him. Dedicate your life. Be born again. Say, God, I want to be born again. I want to be saved. I want to be delivered. I'm ready to turn my life to start doing it for good. And Jesus no doubt will come in and you profess him as Lord and Savior of your life. Confess your faults and sins before him and give it all over to Jesus. He already knows it. just ask him to forgive you. And declare him as Lord and Savior. Of your life. If you do that tonight, that's the greatest choice you can ever make. It's a good choice. The greatest choice is to become a Christian tonight. Dedicate your life to Him. God bless you. Our prayer. We'll see you soon and watch good things happen. When things are going on in your life, even perhaps even this week, we may face challenges we don't know. Challenges throughout the rest of our days here on earth. But remember that all things will work together for the good. All things will work together for the good. As you just walk with Christ or in His purpose, you're doing what God wants you to do. Amen. Remember, it'll work out for the good. God bless. You. I pray we we'll see you soon.